Welcome back to Campus Insights, the podcast that explores current issues in higher education today. In this episode, we're venturing into the fascinating domain of midwifery. Our guests will be sharing a reflective assessment innovation to engage their students through creativity and artistic expression. So let's jump into the conversation to explore how this original assessment is sparking profound reflections among students. Hi everyone, I'm Helena Alouac. Hi, I'm Kerry Zaisel. We make up part of a team, midwifery team, at Federation University. Today we're going to talk to you about something really exciting that we've been working on and something that we're both really passionate about. My background is in nursing, so I did a Bachelor of Nursing and then I went into midwifery, did a postgraduate diploma in midwifery and then one in neonatal intensive care. So no qualifications in arts whatsoever, but I do have a background in theatre and dance and music. So that's the degree of my artistic capabilities. <laughs> I have a Bachelor's degree in Fine Art and a Master's in midwifery and I'm just about to submit my PhD. Woo! if I can get across the line. I approached Kerry because she was running the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander topic coordinating that unit. It came to a point where I was doing all this academic work and I thought, gee, it's just so challenging for students and, and for myself as an educator to be marking all this stuff and, and also students not having an opportunity to express ways of knowing in different ways rather than just academic writing. Helena and I, we were asked to develop our new subject or unit called Midwifery Partnerships with First Nations Families, just as part of the postgraduate midwifery curricula, just to highlight that neither of us actually identify as a First Nations person, nor were we expert in this topic, but we were really keen to use this as a, a learning opportunity to try and create a really, really good experience for the students. So we were kind of aware that the students would be undertaking a research project concurrently for another subject, which involved a significant amount of writing. So given that both of these units were actually the students' last courses for their diploma, we really wanted to focus, or they really wanted to focus on their clinical requirements. So it was no surprise really when the students said to us, do we really have to do another written assessment task? And I guess that's when Helena, you know, her background in arts and her experience, she'd come to me and she said, what do you think about incorporating some kind of creative arts assessment into this course and I was kind of a bit like oh I'd never really thought about that before because it's also academic you know in the sciences and so I said to Helena yeah sure we'll give it a go what ideas do you have <laughs> that's kind of how it started yeah it did Carrie, could you tell us a little bit about what the actual task was that you set for the students? Yeah, so I guess an important thing about culture is that you really can't understand another culture unless you have some sense of your own culture and identity. So really what we wanted students to do through this creative task was to create something and think about their own identity or their own culture and how important that is to them. And then we wanted them to sort of think about more deeply about how their own culture may actually impact the care that they provide to Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander women, given that we're working in a very sort of westernised healthcare system. So just getting them to sort of understand how their own culture may actually impact on those women. It did take a lot of deep reflection, I think, and certainly that became very apparent in the artwork that was created. You could tell by the amount of time and effort and reflecting that came through in the assessment task that, yeah, they'd really, really thought hard about what that meant to them 
them. We're sort of looking at maybe, you know, what are the processes for teaching in this course? I guess we really, unit I should say, and I guess for us, it was really about how can we actually use Aboriginal knowledge authentically and productively with the students? I guess this is where I came across the eight Aboriginal ways of learning pedagogy or framework that really helped teachers to include Aboriginal perspectives by actually using Aboriginal learning techniques. So we really wanted to try and make the assessment task as authentic as possible. And given the fact that, you know, our pedagogy and frameworks are teaching are quite Eurocentric, really wanted to look at a much more authentic way to actually enhance the students' understanding of culture. And we sort of thought, well, the best way to do that is really have them go through that whole process of learning. And we had actually tackled this course the year before, and we were sort of hoping it could be a bit of a reflective piece. So getting them to really explore their own cultural identity and and how that might impact the care that they provide to First Nations women and their families. And originally, we actually did have a, a written assessment or a reflective written essay for them to do, and they just didn't get it. Like just the, just the whole process of just writing another essay, it just didn't seem to get through. And I guess this was sort of, it was a bit of a risk that we took by, yeah. by doing this art piece. Well, a creative risk as they say yeah. we also felt that it might also be a good opportunity for those students who perhaps didn't do so well academically perhaps they had other skills that they could actually use in in a creative assessment task to really sort of shine I guess and show their strength so we thought yeah let's do it I've done work with another university in this area using art as assessment and there was always question around well, how do you make it worth more than an essay kind of thing? Or if you're just doing artwork, then that's not as credible as doing an academic piece of writing. So I guess the difficult thing about art is, you know, it's such a subjective sort of process, isn't it? Like, you know, you, I could look at a piece of art and think that's wonderful and give it 10 out of 10. Somebody else could look at it and think, well, that's just, you know, dreadful. I'm only going to give it two out of 10. So it does very much come down to personal taste when it comes to artwork and what's aesthetically pleasing to our eyes. So I said to Helena, you know, maybe we need to sort of consult a visual arts academic about this so that we can create a rubric that's going to be very objective, non-biased and, you know, reasonably fair as well. So we spoke to one of the visual academics from the Gippsland campus and she was really quite generous with her time and her ideas and she sort of helped us put things into perspective. So when we were looking at the rubric, I guess we were looking for things such as the creative process, for example. So, you know, the amount of effort that they actually put into creating this task, what the process was. So they needed to sort of demonstrate to us things such as the materials that they used the colours that they use, the mediums, why they chose this, and just really that whole reflective process that they went through in coming up with this idea. But I suppose we still, didn't we, Helena, we were still kind of worried about, okay, well, you know, there needs to be some kind of credibility to this piece. So we added in for them to be able to also write just a 300-word abstract on their creative piece, which actually had to align with the topic question and it had to reflect what was actually in that creative art piece. So they were assessed on that as well. So that abstract really had to demonstrate that they thought really deep and reflected very deeply about why it was that they were creating this piece and what it meant to them and how it actually answered the question. 
And I guess it's important to state that they had no boundaries around what they could create. And we didn't say you have to do a drawing or you have to do a painting. We just said to create any type of creative piece. So some of the things that they came out with, you know, we had people who had done baking with traditional Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander herbs and things like that. So creativity doesn't mean just a painting on a canvas. So we really stressed that point at the beginning to just really for the students to reflect on how best they can express themselves. So we had all sorts of stuff. But the thing I found the most interesting was telling the students at the start about what they were expected to do. So in that first class, just saying, we're going to do a creative arts piece and just the reaction of the students like, oh, this is going to be a waste of our time. And, oh, you know, we can't draw or we can't do any artwork. And and just the progress that the students made to actually, at the end of once they've done their presentations and once they've created their pieces and put them up, then them turning around just saying that was the best thing we've ever done. We've learnt more now from doing that artwork piece than we did from any of the essays that we did as well. So there was a lot of positive feedback from the students, which was exciting. Yeah, because initially it just wasn't received very well at all, was it? You know, we had lots of complaints and... Yeah, they were very anxious, I think, about doing the artwork. And, and I guess maybe that's the way they perceived artwork to be this really high standard quality Picasso hanging in a gallery type thing. Yeah, it was really unfamiliar to them. So, you know, we did actually workshop all the different types of art, mediums, materials. We provided examples, which I think did provide a bit of, you know, it did actually prove to be a bit beneficial. I think it did put them at ease, but... You know, we made ourselves accessible to those students in terms of providing sort of formative feedback throughout the semester. So students would often send us a picture or an idea and they'd say, hey, I was thinking about doing this. Do you think this would be okay? So we would be like, yeah, that's great and encourage that process. Two weeks ago, the students in a room all gathered without Kerry and I making a formal class, but actually them working together on their pieces of artwork and just kind of chatting and and I thought it was really lovely and it kind of almost replicated that yarning kind of quality, you know, where they get together and, and have a talk um, just about the course and how they're going. And it was just in between their lab classes. So I thought that was really wonderful. And I think the thing that really, I think, stood out for me was probably the exhibition. So once the students actually had completed their artefacts, we actually, to sort of running concurrently with that course, as I talked about, they had a research project course. So they actually came onto campus, presented their research for the day for that other course. And then on the side, we actually had an exhibition set up and the students brought all their artifacts in and their artifact statements and so on. And we put them on display. And the great thing about the exhibition was that we'd invited industry partners, other academics, clinical educators from all over Gippsland and everybody came and it was really great and it was really good to see how a lot of those processes from the Aboriginal pedagogy came to fruition through this project. There were academics and educators talking to the students about their work so they were really engaging in a lot more dialogue about the work so it sort of did become that very much a story sharing process and I think through doing the project you know they were able to sort of demonstrate those other elements of the Aboriginal pedagogy such as land links so students were sort of using elements from their own country to incorporate into their their artifacts you know they were using symbols and images that were pertinent to them or special to them so there was a lot of non-verbal use and very much kinesthetic type learning from that so you know they were actually learning from doing and it was that whole creative process and I think by having the opportunity to do that their thoughts sort of became a lot more organic rather than okay you know you're having to sit here you've got this short period of time you've got to write all this stuff out a b and c 
I think by allowing them to sort of be creative is just one other sides of the brain. But I think thoughts can just organically come into their mind and they can develop that or go down the rabbit hole and explore that a little bit further to really come to their own understanding. And I think the exhibition really helped with that too, because it really did force them to, I guess, you know, answer questions to other people and, oh, why did you use that colour? And, oh, I really loved how you did this. Like, you know, what does that mean? So it really very much a community coming together exercise, I guess. So I thought it was really, really great. And, you know, and all the guests thought it was fantastic. And the students really had a, a great time, I think. Mm. So, well, the same happened at Mount Helen. So the, the same assignment, the same assessments done on both campuses. And we had a similar response from everybody. We had mainly people from the campus come and see, and we had guest judges for the artwork and we had a bit of a morning tea and everything. So it really kind of brought the campus. Uh, and this year we're running it obviously again, because it's been so successful and we've got lots more industry and stakeholders that have heard about it and are wanting to come now and, and see the artworks and to, and to hear our students present their research. So it's been fantastic. And I'm just grateful that Kerry took a chance and did some art with her, with her unit. <laughs> I guess that's kind of the key message a little bit, isn't it? I mean, I think if we were to give advice to other academics that are looking for more innovative ways to approach assessment tasks, then I think, you know, one, don't be afraid to sort of explore these other elements because art is so rich and I think it can offer us a, a, can offer us a lot, really. And, and I think, you know, you might need to just push yourself out of that comfort zone and look for other ways to assess students and, you know, if you have to seek advice outside of your own discipline, that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean that you're not confident. You're just expanding your approach, I suppose, to things. And it's nothing wrong, I think, with admitting that you can do with a bit of assistance from other disciplines. If it fit, then go for it, I think. And certainly, I think, as I talked about before with the students who perhaps weren't so academically gifted, I think that really shone through in the end. They just absolutely excelled at that task. You could just see the joy that they got from doing the task and the work that they created was amazing. I mean, some students made quilts that must have taken them weeks and weeks and hours to put together. I mean, the effort that they put in was just extraordinary. So I think that a bit of a testament really to just how successful it was. Yeah, and some of the students were saying that it was a nice break from their academic work in a way, um, so they could kind of have that downtime and kind of get that mindfulness and, and think about stuff as they're doing their stitching or their painting or whatever they were creating. We had really simple concepts, which I thought, oh, here we go. You know, some people are just like going, oh, right, this is an easy assignment. But then actually the writing that accompanied it was really well thought out. One girl made uh, some candles, which she put the smells, um, bush smells in the candles, but the writing around what she'd done really highlighted all the different elements of different on-country things. And it was just, it was fantastic. You know, so if you're not super, super creative, there's ways around it. And poetry as well was a good use. I had one girl wrote a whole lot of poems in a book, which was interesting as well. So watch this space. I think there's going to be a lot more creative things being done. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing too is that, you know, it wasn't like we just sort of took this on a whim. You know, we did actually do a little bit of research, you know, into the use of art in midwifery. And we did find that there was quite a bit of evidence out there about the important role that art can actually have in midwifery curricula in enhancing deeper understanding and insight into contemporary issues and Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander cultures. There's been so much interest in it that we were even invited to present at a conference in Canberra, an education consortium where Kerry flew up there and 
represented Fed Uni talking about this wonderful assignment. Just to add on that too, was that there was actually another presenter from New Zealand who was actually starting to incorporate creative art into their midwifery curricula in New Zealand too. So it was good to see that we weren't the only ones that had that idea. It's actually doable globally, I guess. When we look at midwifery as a profession anyway, there's like the art and the science of midwifery. There's a kind of spiritual component when you're working so closely with birth. It's always traditionally been there. and We've just kind of, with it being moved away from, say, hospital training and then to university and to this, kind of lost that kind of spiritual, artistic ways of knowing. Kara, it's been really great to chat with you today and to talk about the assignment that we've been working on, the project. Yeah, thanks, Molly. That's been great talking about this. Well, I know we're so passionate about it, but I just would like to say, to, you know, there is anybody out there, any other academics that were thinking about implementing some kind of creative art project into their assessment task, reach out to us. Please let us know. We'd love to talk to you about it and what we did. Just give it a go. Get out of your comfort zone. Experiment. Be creative. Have fun with it. <laughs> And that concludes today's episode of Campus Insights. We hope you enjoyed this insightful discussion and we thank Kerry and Helena for their time. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wadarong and Gunai Kurnai peoples. Join us next time when we explore the realm of peer assessment and feedback, where students have an active role in the assessment process. See you then.